Hello everyone, you're listening to Turning the Page with Jer and Joe. And we are going to be sharing life experiences in hopes to give you encouragement, inspiration, maybe some different outlooks on life and how to get through those obstacles that you might be facing. Yes, we hope to be entertaining and sharing our life stories that maybe you can also relate to. We're going to have some fun as we do this. As my wife always says, we might cry, we're going to laugh, we're going to have some really good times. But you're also going to be able to relate to our lives and some of the things that we've gone through. Yes, and our goal is to be transparent and raw with all of y'all. So, turn your volume up and let's get started. Finally. Say it. Get it out so you'll be done. What is that? Is that a... Is that a sound muffler? Yes. Did you buy that? Yes. How much was it? And I'm buying it? four more. How much was it? To put up there, on that wall, on that wall. And how much was that? I probably paid too much for it. Oh 20, my gosh. $22. For that thin thing? But it makes a big difference. All we have to do is get foam and... Yeah. Well, that's what those are, but we can use it for multiple things. I want to put one there. I want to put one up on okay. that wall. I want to put one there and might even put one just on I the I wish ceiling. you would have asked But me I want to get one of those big lights so that way we can have above us that we can adjust. <laughs> Anyways, that's not aesthetically pleasing to my eye. It doesn't look pretty. Okay. So we're going to have to change that. I think you should. It helps. Can you return it and can I make it pretty? Wow. Please. That's like a, that's like a big old blanket. It is a blanket. Look at it. It's a blanket. Well, welcome, everybody. We are back for episode 22. What? I know. How's my hair? I didn't even check. Look at I'm so busy today. I don't even check to see what I look like. You and me. (laughs) But you know what we do know what it looks like? The wall. (laughs) You should take a picture and show everybody. Take a picture. Of... How you soundproofed our podcast room. It helps a little bit. We need it in certain areas, but it's not as, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I'll make it better. Okay. I'll make it better. Yes, you will. Anyways. Make everything better. So episode 22, what are we talking about today? From what you told me, we are talking about... I don't family even, I don't even gatherings mm. or something about family gatherings. We've got a family gathering this weekend. How do you feel about family gatherings? Mm, good. All of them? Okay, ready? Have them. Okay, we ready? don't have them that ready? often. Birthdays. We should have them more often. Birthdays. I like it. Weddings. Family gatherings are fun. What about weddings? Those are fun too. Get to dance and eat for free. Funerals. I'm all about that. Mm, I don't like funerals. I get in trouble at funerals. What? What do you mean you get in trouble at funerals? Oh, you got to share. You got in trouble at a funeral? (laughs) I end up laughing at funerals. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because they're always messing around. (laughs) Well, funerals It's a long thing. There one time, 
so There's just to go back, one time we were at a funeral for a family member. It was a Catholic funeral, mm. and you're so quiet, and everyone's so do you know? It's so ritual, right? Um, my aunt was sitting next to me. My cousin was sitting on my other side. My mom, my dad, my uncle, everyone. So we're not Catholic, so we don't do all the. I don't stand. We don't stand and kneel and do all the sayings because we don't know them all. Mm-hmm. And then you make the sign of the cross and stuff. But the priest was saying something, and he he had a really thick accent, so you couldn't really distinguish uh-huh. everything he was saying. But one of the times he said, you know, he was like something about give peace or tell everyone to be peace be with you, to give everyone peace. So I look over at my aunt and I go, peace. Wow. So she started laughing, and then I started laughing. <laughs> And then my cousin next to me looks over and he's like, what? And I'm all, peace. <laughs> Anyways, our whole role ended up started laughing. And, you and you know, guys got into Everyone's trouble. like looking at us like, what the heck? But it was funny at the time. I don't know. Interesting. Yep. I did not know that story. Yep. Fun well, times. I mean, I think funerals are hard, of course, but they're also a celebration of life, right? Yep. Um, Should be. Mm-hmm. What makes so when you think about a funeral that that's difficult to go to versus one that you go to and you have peace about it? What's the difference for you? Because I've been to funerals that it's just like oh, it just drags. Well, I've never been to a Catholic funeral, no? and I bet those are so long. We should go to one. I don't want one of these to. Days, just mm, to go. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I think that. I've been to a few funerals, and usually the ones that you're at peace with, or at least that I'm at peace with, are the ones that they've had a long life, right? They've already gone through every stage in life. They're like old, 70s, 80s maybe. Um, They lived well. Yeah. And they believe in Jesus Christ, and we know that they're in heaven and that we'll see them one day. Yeah. Those are the ones that I feel like are, are easier. Um, the ones that are hard are the ones that they, they leave too soon. They're still young. They're unexpected unexpected. or it's a tragedy or something. Um, there's some peace because if they're a believer and you know that they'll be in heaven one day with you, then there's that, there is some peace, but it's still hard. Yeah. And, and I've experienced that. Um, you know, like when my aunt passed away, she was only like 40 years old. That was and tragic I was, and, I was, and unexpected, right? I was 15 years old um, when she passed, and, and she, she, it was tragic. She, her, she was in her vehicle, and she was hit by a train and um, died instantly, right? And so her funeral was really hard, but she was like the biggest Christian woman I knew, and so I know she's in heaven. Um, at that time, at the age of 15, of course, I didn't like I my grasp on heaven and hell and like all that stuff and and what comes next um, wasn't as vast as it is now. Yeah. So 
of course I cried. I had just seen her a week before. So, mm. so yeah, it was hard. And she left three kids. And that was hard for our whole family because she was so young. It was so unexpected. Um, and then when my grandpa passed, still hard. But, you know, he was in his 80s. Lived a really good life. I still miss both of them, too. Um, and I think about them every year on their birthday for sure. So um, February and December. My aunt was born in December and my grandpa was born in February. And uh, and then my late husband, right? That was also tragic. He was only 43 yeah. and passed from COVID in 2020. And he was still young. Not expected. So that was hard. I think out of all of, as far as the funerals I've gone to in my family, those are the only three funerals I've gone to as far as my family goes. I've gone to... Others. To others, you know, to pay my condolences to yeah. others. And, and it's always nice to see how other families um, go through things like that because it is a hard topic to talk about. Um, but those three in my family, out of all of them, the hardest one, of course, was my late husband, Chris. That was the yeah. hardest one I've ever had had to do, um, attend to. And so the ones I've gone to, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a beautiful service. Mm-hmm. Like. Sometimes I'm like, ooh. And like even like we recently went to a, a close friend of ours dad who funeral who passed his dad passed away. Yeah. And uh, we went to what Belen mm-hmm. and beautiful service. I yeah. mean I cried. That was a that was I was touched. Probably one of the most beautiful service I've been to in like Yeah, and years it was so crowded, people were standing, you couldn't even sit. Yeah. And and you had the honor to play guitar for that service. Oh my gosh, I I bawled. <laughs> I know you didn't see me because you were playing, but I and the stories that people shared, I yeah. was just like, wow, this man was amazing. Yeah. He really lived a really good life. And then it made me question my Christianity, and I was like, uh, I don't think I'm doing it right. I think that I need a lot more things to get done because. I was thinking and I reflect. I reflected that day. I was like, man, if I were to die tomorrow, like, mm-mm, I wouldn't have these kind of stories at my funeral. You know, I was questioning, like, man, I could do better. I can be a better disciple for Jesus Christ. Yeah. I can talk to people more about the love of, of God. Like, there's just a lot that I haven't done that I, hearing his life and and those people speaking about him Hold on, baby. let this stop okay because you ahead. touched Sorry. it with your finger no it's because i think i took my i don't know well how much did i, I get happened. no it's it's going it's all of it's going it recorded it just looked like it had paused but it hasn't well you now you gotta edit this part out i will i was on a roll Oh my gosh. Anyways, it made me question my my life and my walk walk with God. Yeah. And when you go to a service like that, whoo. I mean, I felt the Holy Spirit there. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those ones I, I always enjoy is is paying my condolences to friends and family who have lost someone that maybe I'm not that close to or mm-hmm. barely even know. Um but either way it's hard. And and family gatherings are hard regardless. I feel like it doesn't matter the occasion, but funerals, it just brings out stuff, you know. I feel there's something about weddings and funerals that bring, like, the worst, the worst out of people. 
Well, those are the most difficult times usually for families because there's either a separation or a joining, right? In in, yeah. in both in some in some of those cases there's sense. both. Sometimes there's you feel like family is being taken away from you, but then yet you're gaining family in a sense. But a lot of times for funerals, usually where it goes bad is where siblings don't get along and money's involved and everyone feels that they should get this and that and they don't want the service to be this way. They want it to mm-hmm. be that way and you know, it's it's uh And some of them don't go. even pay and the other ones that are paying are like, Nope, we're doing it this way. There's all kinds yeah. of, of logistics and, and it's sad. It's sad that people have to even act that way or or go through that during a time of grieving. You yeah. Know? And that should be the last thing that you're going through Who or cares? having strife in something like that because you're already going through yeah. difficult times. You're already going through hardship. And to add on to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I didn't have to deal with that uh, planning my late husband's funeral because, you know, I had the support of everyone. And um, whenever I needed help, I'd reach out, you know. Yeah. Um, but it is hard to plan a, a funeral for someone when you don't even know what they wanted because they were so young and we were only married for a year and three months that we didn't yeah. get a chance to even discuss that. So to have to make all those decisions, I'm like, well, dang, I don't know. I think what was done was like perfect. Yeah, I think I think so too. If if Chris and I'm I'm sure he, I always tend to think you know in the Bible it says that when you when you pass and when you die, you go to heaven. And that you no longer will feel grief, right. stress, anger, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So basically is all you're ever experiencing is joy. Right. So a lot of times people say, Well, I don't think I don't think God lets people see what we have here on earth because it's so miserable and it's so this and they're so negative and this, you know, there's all kinds of things. But I, I do think God allows people uh, and this you just, think this is just a thought maybe well if if he if he only allows you to experience joy and see things that are are like great times right mm-hmm. i would think that god would say hey look look what's going on this is you know look that at the people awesome. celebrating you of course people are mourning of course you there know, was lots sad, of crying but, yeah but, but it there was, was also laughter, there was smiling. Yeah, it, I mean, was. there was good stories. There was a lot of good too. Yeah. I don't I don't ever remember going to a funeral that was that impactful. I mean, from the moment that it started to the end where it was just it was worship and it was mm-hmm. great things being said and and yeah. it was a quick like ending and you know well, it just it, it, everything ran so smoothly. Yeah, it and did. It, it did, and and our church did an amazing job. Yeah, I mean, we picked the people who were going to sing and play. I mean, the, some of his closest friends were up there. People he interacted with all the time, yeah. being on the worship team. You know, his son played the drums, which was so special. Yeah. 
and he did an amazing job and I know how hard that that must have been yeah but when you saw him play the drums live and then saw his dad playing the drums on, on the, the screens video. man when nobody that expected out, that oh. And and I bawled. A few, I cried so hard. I know because it was like flashback, and it was like going back and forth. And then the screens would yeah. show his son, and then it would yeah, show him, him. And it was just awesome. And and I have the video still, of course, um, on my yeah. Facebook, and I have it saved on on a cloud somewhere. But I there was a lot of people that came up to me and were like, "Wow, we were not expecting that. That yeah. was so awesome." I was like, "Thanks." It's actually my mother in law's idea. That's awesome. It. Yeah. And and they had so much video of him playing because I mean he'd played for, he was there for like years and years, years for services yeah. forever. So 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 it was, was awesome. it was it was great. Um Yeah, that that funeral and Levi's dad's yeah, funeral. Those two were just of course, like, yeah. They were my top and and I didn't actually speak at Chris's funeral because I just couldn't. Yeah. I, I wanted to say something, and then I just couldn't get myself that's to. That's, that's difficult um, at that time. I would have been a mess up on stage. Nobody would have understood <laughs> what I said anyways. So, But I think what we had was, was perfect. Yeah, and, um, it was great. And although it was sad, it was definitely a celebration, you know. And some family could make it, and some couldn't. I mean, it was in the middle of covid so some people didn't want to go but that was awesome that they had the option to get online they did watch it on facebook and Mm -hmm. be be part of it you know yeah exactly experience what was happening so you got to go in person or you got to watch it virtually and and i was asked by the um like the funeral planning committee or team what the question that they asked me before during the planning process was what do you want the service to be? I was like, I don't, I don't know how to answer that question. I was like, so I thought about it sitting there um, in the conference room that we were sitting in, and I was just like, you know, I think Chris would have just wanted it to be this worship session with church service and that allows people to come to christ if they don't already know him and so that's what we did yeah so yeah. uh yeah it got a lot of views online for sure anyway yeah. so funerals ugh yeah those are always hard they are it's difficult because there's times where you know family members don't get along there's bad blood or someone did something wrong to someone mm-hmm. and when you go and visit at those places you feel that yeah. tension you feel that strife yeah and, and there's all even there. weddings or funerals they're like there will be a family member like don't invite so and so i'm like yeah. why not yeah is it your wedding is yeah. it your funeral service i don't think so yeah. i mean and and there are like it, even in my family and i it's hard to please everyone and you well, know you what can't. and and you shouldn't even you even can't. try honestly if if it's your wedding, you do what you want for your wedding. You're not going to ever get married again, hopefully. At least you won't get married to the same person again. And that's the only time you're going to have that mm, wedding. So, know. you know what I mean? So, just do what, yeah. what you want. And like I've said in previous podcasts, just because one of your family members has beef 
with another family member doesn't mean you have to have beef with yeah. them. Doesn't you have to? That's not how you. it works. That's not how relationships work. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you don't like my brother or sister. So that means I can't talk to them anymore. No. That's how people operate, though. A lot of times there's people that operate that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they I don't like them or they did this. So to me. Well, so you just have to set me. up those boundaries. And I'm like, well, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, if they attend, then maybe you shouldn't attend. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You are invited and we'd love to have you there. Yeah. But they are also invited. So you make the choice. Yeah. That's how it should be. And you leave it in their court. Yep. It doesn't matter who the family member is either. In my opinion, just say. Yeah. But anyways, they're both celebrations are both pretty difficult, but I do feel like funerals are more difficult than weddings. Weddings yeah. are like more of a celebration. It is more of a celebration. Like a festive celebration. Yeah. Exactly. So and then I've been to weddings where they're blended family weddings, and then you I've been to weddings where it's their first wedding and it's always nice to see the blended families because they are unique and different and like how they incorporate the kids into the wedding. Yeah. I always love to see that part. It's like my favorite part. Everybody has their favorite part um, in a wedding. And usually it's, oh, I like to see the groom's face when the bride's walking down the aisle. I never mm-hmm. look at the bride. I always look at the groom. Yeah, I look at the groom first as she's walking out for like the first minute or seconds or whatever. And then I'll look at the bride yeah. because you want to get that first reaction on the groom's face. As soon face. as he sees, yes. sees her, yeah. Um, so that's my favorite part. But everyone has their own favorite part. Yep. Do you have a favorite part? I think that's mine too is I like seeing Stop. the reaction of the groom. Really? Yeah. Because a lot of times when we go to, like when we went to Brett and Desiree's, mm-hmm. like I was watching, I was, I was like, where's Desiree? <laughs> okay, there she is. She's about to come in. And then I look at Brett, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you get that yeah, on video? I did. I think I did. I think you didn't send it to me. I think me. I have it on, on my I camera. I want to see it. I yeah, wasn't was even awesome. focused on that that day. So yeah. It's different when you're actually walking in the wedding. He got the quiver. He had the lip. No. <laughs> they said cute. they were going to cry at their wedding. They both they did. Both cried. <laughs> that is funny. Um, so, yeah, so we are going to a family gathering this weekend. We're going yep. to a birthday party. Yes. My baby cousin turns four. My other baby cousin turns two. They're actually my second cousins, but I love them so much. And we, I go every year for, yep. for her birthday. This will be my second year going. Yeah. It will be. It'll be fun. Yep. And Alamogordo. So what other family gatherings besides this? We have Christmas and Thanksgiving. Well, oh my gosh. Yeah, those are those are good. The holidays. Um we used to have more family gatherings like Easter. with my family, usually for Easter, of course, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um they used to do like a summer gathering every time. Uh, like a barbecue, like barbecue. Or they would they summer would, kickoff yeah, or something. What, what they, like a matanza type thing. Matanzas, I like. But matanzas. we haven't done that in a long time. We had well, a lot of our family that were alive at that time has passed, and yeah. of course, we talk about family and people you know what? separating, and everyone's in their own cliques, and no one gets along or you know gets what together anymore as much, except for the older. So 
when the matriarch or the patriarch or the family dies, it's like people are lost. Well, usually those people are the pillar of that family. I and know. And you can look back at different families now. I'm sure even you can look at I can. family right now and you can point people out like, man, those So then that, someone needs to step up. Yeah. But a lot of times people don't. They don't. They won't step up. <clears throat> because it's a lot of work. And and you know what? And it, and it shouldn't be a burden either. Like I recently did a photo session, actually not recently, maybe like a few months ago, like, I don't know, half a year or so ago. Anyways, it was a birthday party for this beautiful woman, oh, 90th yeah. birthday party. Yeah. And they had, you know, rented out Savoy and they needed a photographer. And so they hired me as their photographer. Well, huge family. Yeah. And she's the matriarch of the family. And one of her daughters, because I think she had three. One of her daughters came up to me and she was like, man. And I told her, I was like, your mother is just gorgeous. Like, she leaves amazing for for being 90 years old. Like, I want to be like that at 90. Just glamorous and like. The way she carries The way she carries herself, her posture. She can walk. Like, she looks healthy. And it's like, I would like to, to be 90 and look like that and feel like that. Anyways, she goes, I know. Isn't she lovely? She tells me. And she's just like, you know, when she passes, I'm going to be the matriarch of the family. Those are some big shoes to fill. That's what she told me. And I was just like, you can do it. But there are families that actually, I guess, pass on the baton like that. You know, my family, I don't really think that they operate like that well, they do. little sneaker uh, <laughs> like when my grandpa passed because he was a patriarch of our family we used to get together every year when he was here you know whether it was easter his birthday christmas sometimes just three-day weekends <laughs> three-day holiday weekends um and then he passed and it's just um a lot of stuff died and we don't get together as much. And it is kind of sad. And there's family that have been divided. And yeah. like some won't go to a party if so-and-so's there. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm going to go. See, that, that's and the you same know thing what? that my my family experienced. I'm going to go to whatever I want to go. And I will go to everything if I possibly could. Because one day you won't be here. And you're going to regret yep. that you didn't spend time with your loved ones. I think that's the key right there. Is out of everything, people will have their own reasons for not talking to someone. Oh, well, I won't talk to them because this. Or they don't want to talk to me because of that or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to that moment where you're on your deathbed or they're on their deathbed or they pass away or die, then there's regret that sets in because you did not mm-hmm. make an effort. And it's going to come despite. Yeah. But... You have to live each day in a sense like it's your last. I know that's so cliche that people say that. I know. Live it like it's your last day, but live every you day should like just it's your last. not let things destroy relationships, destroy yeah. family. If there are things, heal it, fix it, do something. Mm-hmm. If it's on your end, find peace. Fix it, find peace in it. 
it, not not everybody's going to be acceptive to it, but at least you can go and say, hey. I did everything I could. Yep. I said my piece. I did this. And, and you leave it in their hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't expect them to reciprocate. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not the point. But at least you tried. Yep. So, yes, like that's it. I've noticed in my family, we just it's a little separate now since my grandpa passed and. I was like 19, 18, 19 when he passed. So, I mean, I'm 30, I'm 35 next week already. <laughs> so it's been a while since, since he passed, you know. Um, yeah, even in my mom's family too, like my grandma's still alive, but they don't, they don't really have family gatherings. Not like we used to. Um, there's also some kind of like separation or divide between relatives and my, on my mom's side too. Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. And I never want that in my family, um, our family, <laughs> um, which I don't think we, we do, you know. But I don't know. What do you think? You would hope that everything would go smoothly. I think so. I don't think we... I think it takes one person... It takes one person to just step up and say something. Yeah. Or call someone out as it happens, you know? So I never feel guilty for attending a family function no. or anything like that because I do it because I care and I love them. If I choose not to go, it's it's for a reason. Or it might just because I have to work. Yeah. Or something. A lot came of times up. you can't get the day I off. I can't. Or yeah. Something. yeah. So it's nothing. It's nothing like ever really personal. Yeah. Um, I would love to attend all my family functions. It's just not always possible. There's also, you know, finances involved with traveling. True. And, and Depending all. where it's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, but you know what? There are families that have gatherings that aren't like your typical gatherings, you know? Like it's not Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, or birthday, funeral, or wedding. It's like they have their own special family gathering. Do you have anything like Just that? Just like an annual Yeah, like something gathering? that they annually do. Mm-mm. You don't have anything like that in your family at all? I'm trying to think in mine. Looks like we might have to start it. Well, like, so, <laughs> like, well, every year for my birthday, I always go get a, a, a massage and a hot tub soak. Yeah, but my, that's not a gathering. I know it's not a <laughs> gathering, but I always do it with my best friend. And that's a tradition, right? It's a gathering. And this year you get to join. So <laughs> you're welcome. I Thank me for being born. <laughs> go on. Oh, yeah. We're still celebrating. It's uh, week two Thank of you, someone's Jelly, birthday. Thank you, for being born. Because now you get to reap the benefits of my annual <laughs> massage and hot wow. tub soak. Wow. Insert cheer. Wow. Anyways. <sighs> but so as far as family stuff like that, like some, some families might go on an annual camping trip. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they go watch 
the musical Cats every year. Or, you know what I mean? Like some families have some, these. Some type of event. Family gathering that they do every year. They go get a, go to an NFL game, a baseball game, or, you know, we don't have that in our family. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, I, I think want we, to need start to start <laughs> we need to start it. We need to start it. We okay, need to be the ones that get doing? it going. What are we doing? I don't know. Here? We've got to think about that one. Hmm. I'm thinking. Are you thinking? Thinking. I can't think of anything right put, now, though. Put your thinking cap on. Mm-hmm. Let's think. What do you want to do every year with our family? Camping is one of them. <sighs> I was hoping you didn't say that. I, know. <laughs> I don't mind camping for like. One or two nights, <laughs> preferably near a restroom um, and shower. <laughs> but anything more than that, no. If I have to rough it without a toilet and without like a real toilet mm-hmm. and without a shower, one night. Yeah. One night. And we're going to do that. Yeah. Next month. Yep. Be coming up exactly a month from now. Second week of July. I'm like, oh gosh, okay. Exactly a month. So I really need to. There's no. I don't think there's bathrooms there, are there? Yeah, there are. How far? Depends where you stay. Like real bathrooms? Yeah. Well. Or is it the ones where you can flushable bathrooms? I think they're the ones. Yeah, I think they're kind of like a those. I feel like indoor outdoor snake or some kind of insect's gonna come out while maybe at night. See, and I wouldn't. Babe, those things are like 10 feet deep. No one's snake is going to just pop up. Or a bug crawling. Well, bugs can. Bugs can, yeah. Oh, no. No, no. If you're going to see a snake, it's like walking from me, that to the tent. <laughs> I need you to buy me one of those pee funnels for females. You know, wow. the, one, the cups that you just put there. And then you get to just. Because I'm not really good at squatting. I <laughs> Did mean, like, you say you were looking at those? You're going to buy one or something? <laughs> I want. I need yeah, one. Yeah, so you can pee standing up. Yes. <laughs> I'm just. I can squat you like in not, the gym and work out. You do not know how to pee standing up. That's not going to be good. I can. I can pee standing <laughs> up with the funnel. Anyways, we need. We need yeah, one of those. You're for getting camping. off track right now. My point is, is, is we need to pick something for our family to do every year. Yeah. We do. We got to come up with thing. I. You know. I. I think camping is always a good thing. I'd like to do something on the 4th, you know, near or July. around 4th of yeah. July. That's always a fun time to do family things, whether it's travel just so or... so busy. Yeah. But those are fun times. Um, I thought about 4th of July weekend or Memorial Day weekend. Like yeah. a lot of times there's these family gatherings during those holidays, those three-day weekends where they actually pick something and they just do it or like skiing or snowboarding mm-hmm. some families do that annually That'd that's a family too. gathering we're supposed to do that this year we didn't I know, get a chance to chance to maybe next year but i, I don't like snow <clears throat> let me rephrase that i don't like winter sports <laughs> <laughs> i like snow i just don't like winter sports <laughs> wow. i only do one hour of skiing and then i'm done where they have, where my family likes to go, and they're there all day. I'm like, I'm good. One hour, did a few runs. Okay, I'm gonna go sit, read my book, and drink hot chocolate. Thank you. Bye. Buy a fireplace. <laughs> Buy a fireplace and a couch. Yes, and a blanket. Wow. Preferably. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. That's that's just me. But um, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Those would be good things. I mm -hmm. think those are fun. I was trying I like to think that. of something really weird or crazy that... can't think of anything. But I haven't heard of anything. Most families in New Mexico, either they have like a montanza or yep. they do something where it's a big family gathering like a family reunion type thing yeah. that they do annually but i love family reunions i was actually trying to plan my family reunion on my dad's side for this month for june it was gonna be at the end of this june yeah. but it, there's there's a lot that goes into planning i love planning you know me i'm a planner but there's a lot that goes into it and you have to have support and help. Yeah. And then there's the money thing and it's like, who's going to attend yeah. and how many rooms do we need to secure? It's just a lot. And then people are last minute. I'm like, oh. well, that's the thing. Nobody there's does deadlines. Ahead people of time. Everyone deadlines. Waits. And then you don't know how much food to get. You don't know mm -hmm. who's going to come. And yeah. If you so, have to change that all last minute. Oh. There wasn't much interest in that family re like reunion, I think. Like only like a handful were like, yeah, we'll be there. And then mm -hmm. a lot were like, oh, we're not going to make. So I was just like, okay, I'm not going to put in all this work. So maybe we'll try again like in a couple of years or so. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to be like, hey, we're going on this cruise. These are the dates. If your family wants to go, book it. That'd be fun. Instead Cruises. of, you know what I yeah. mean? Instead of me being like, okay, this is the itinerary. This mm -hmm. is what we're doing this day. This is what we're doing this. No. This is the trip. Pay for yeah. yourself and let's go. You know what I mean? That might be easier. Yeah. That might be easier. Yeah. Get your own stuff going. Mm -hmm. And then everything's set. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. Those are good ideas. I think those are good ideas. Think who should add them to our calendar? There's a lot of stuff we still haven't done that are on no. our list, yep. and they're not even family stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just you and I stuff. When we yeah, were dating, some travel. We we created a list of things we need to do together. Huh? Yeah. And it keeps growing. <laughs> should be though. We I I, th I think that that keeps you. That keeps things interesting because you, you look forward to new experiences. True. And you should always have new experiences. Like there's things that we've done that we've got to check off of it. Mm -hmm. And there's I things like that we've done that weren't on it. Yeah. So we've added it and kind of just checked it off too. But um, yeah, we've got some stuff on there that that I am really looking forward to. Well, good. But we'll see when that comes up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to take the dogs on on our annual family thing. You know what I do want to do? And I almost I've I was I look I've looked into it and we're we're kinda doing it in July with Brett and Des. We're going to the lake and with we're the boat. with a pontoon boat. But they have houseboats that you can rent. I know. I wanted and, to try one. But so those bad. are like three to five, seven days that you have to rent them. So I think their minimum is three days. But you literally go out there. So Lake Powell does it. Lake Mead does it. Lake there's Powell a couple. Does it? I like mm -hmm. Lake Powell. Lake Powell is nice. Um, there's no shade anywhere, but it's beautiful. You're on a houseboat. It's got AC. Okay. Refrigerated air. Okay. Um, it's basically like being in a camping trailer on the water. But you can go rent a rent a, a houseboat. You can get anywhere from six to twelve people. 
to go on it. You bring your own food because there's a grill, there's a kitchen inside. You bring your own that. ice chest with all your stuff. And then is all you're required to do is drive the boat, go out, and then when you come back, you have to fill it up with diesel again. Okay. But they're not, they're not, not bad. that bad. And if you get, you know, 10, 12 people, it's only like 200 bucks each. Okay. For like a whole thing. And, and that's like really fun. It's really cool. Well, 10 but. to 12 people is really only like five to six people because most of them will probably be couples. So that's well, yeah. one household. True. So it wouldn't be $200. But be so five couples to say. So how much did you say it was? I don't the total? Do, yeah. Total is about $3,500. Divided For by a big... Divided like by five one. couples. Yeah. It's like $350. Yeah. That's not bad. Or five families. Yeah, five it's families. Not, not bad. Hmm. And you're out there for full three days. I thought you you're said seven days. Well, you can do a f- seven days, but the price does go up. For that. Ugh, three days is enough on a boat with It, it is like three <laughs> I days. I don't need more than that. <laughs> three days is a lot because you're yeah. there full day in the sun. Because even gatherings... We didn't even mention this, but any gathering, friends mm-hmm. or family gathering, um, you can only like take so much, or at least me, like be around them for a certain amount of time. And then you're like, I'm done. Yeah. Like I like my quiet and my peace and my me time. And usually when I am around a lot of people or big crowds or just all this stuff going on, I need like a day of just nothing and quiet and just me. I mean, you could be around too, baby. It's okay. <laughs> but like just like at home or yeah. in our in our space where there, there's like your no unwind time. Yes. Yeah. When you've had when I've had to be this social butterfly for like hours and hours and hours, I need that downtime. Yeah. To recharge. It is when you go on a trip like that. It's it's not always easy either because then you're traveling and you're on the road. I come back tired. Anyways, so yeah, cool family gatherings. They're not easy sometimes. Sometimes it can be difficult. And we've got some ideas for some plans for the future. Mm. And it's okay to set boundaries. Yes, for these family gatherings with certain family members. I think it's important, though. I, th- I think, you know, it, it, I, I start to see that a lot more now that my parents are getting older. Mm-hmm. And uh, other family members are getting older. Like the people that we thought were younger, you know, or we even considered ourselves young at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of those, the people that were in our families that were the older, the, the respected and the older people, they've all passed. Yeah. So now it's like my parents and some aunts and uncles and people that are out there but well you know what when we're old we're still gonna have these gatherings it's good we're gonna be the first ones on the dance floor Mm -hmm. at all the gatherings i don't care if you're 90 and in a wheelchair you'll be dancing baby i'll spin you in the chair okay that's gonna be us and all of our kids and grandbabies and whoever <laughs> else comes into the because you know family's not always yeah. blood it could be just friends that we've adopted as families yep. shoot it could be anybody anyways the, my point is is that i see our, our us having family gatherings for years to come yeah 
think it'll be fun. It's going to be exciting. And it's important to do it. So we need to it get is. on the ball. It is. Start building that legacy. Anyways, thank you guys for joining us on our podcast today. We hope you've enjoyed discussing about family gatherings. Share your thoughts and ideas. What do you do as a family? What type of gatherings do you have? And what do they look like? You know, those yeah, are great things. I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to, to hear what, what me people too. have. So. Especially if it's something out of the ordinary. That would be cool. Yeah. So thank you for listening to Turning the Page. With Jer. And Jeff. Bye.